0: Battle Toads of America. I don't know why I said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Battle Toads of America are here. They're coming to save the day. They're from... just the
0: knockoff of the. Oh my God! Have you guys seen the What Toys Made Us series on Netflix? I have. The first one was Ninja Turtles, and I was like, Oh my God!
1: It was. It's a good show. I like I like good. learning about the toys and their influences and everything. So.
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Burnout Writer Podcast, episode <laughs> 28. I'm going to use that as our intro because <laughs> I didn't have anything planned anyway. <laughs> so, well, welcome to the Battletoads of America. Battletoads of
0: America.
2: Battletoads of America. Battletoads
0: were cool, but they were like a ripoff of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then there was...
2: Which yep. came first?
3: There was the only three of them.
0: Yeah, but there's still a ripoff. Well, um, sure. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came first, and then they had the shark one. Do you, do you guys remember
1: the shark? The bat. The was it some stupid like battle sharks or something like that?
0: I don't. I don't Street know. sharks. Street sharks.
1: Yes! Street sharks. I oh my that. god! Yes, I, I did. I remember that. that.
0: They all came out around the same time. Everybody was like, "Oh, we should all have like ninja-esque animals
2: that are mutants." <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: uh yeah okay well welcome to the show everyone <laughs> I, I hope everybody is is staying safe and sound out there in this wonderful wide world web of ours uh i'm joined as always by darren well not always but okay well damn darren, always you never
0: like throw him under the bus like that
2: A- always in <laughs>
0: spirit
2: I,
1: have... and I
3: guess
0: i guess we're always thinking about
3: you
1: I am always ready for Battletoads. Okay.
2: And Destiny, I guess not not, uh, not always with you either. but um, own, First of all, cool.
0: I know that even when I am not here physically, that I'm in your dreams. So I will always be with you. Um,
2: that is true. And I'm your host, Matt. If you're new to the show... Thank you for joining us. We talk about all kinds of video games, mental health, and other fun things that we think are fun to talk about and more fun. On this week's show, (laughs) we're going to be talking about some of our favorite RPGs. And in news, we'll be talking a little bit about the coronavirus canceling GDC and possibly E3. (laughs) So stick around (laughs) and and hear, hear our thoughts on those things. To get on those things, things in particular, and others maybe. Oh. it's it's a it's a free ride.
1: Who knows what's going I like when happen. there's a
0: variety of things.
1: There, yeah, are, I like that yeah. they have different kinds because they know I like different kinds of things. I fucking knew you were gonna say that. Big piece things, of small things,
0: things with that are girthy. Some that, that get tomato sauce
2: on your pants. <laughs>
3: mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god,
2: Darren, that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get going with our regular starting material. Uh, Darren, I'm going to start with you today. If He's you ready? had... If you had to... If you had... If you had... Hold on, if I, got you it, had... It. I got it. Wait, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this so he doesn't fucking screw around with me here. If you had to make a dish with a video game character who is not a cook or has any cooking ability let's say that like we've so you can't pick like fucking sora or donald because they've cooked <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts three you can't pick like fucking cooking mama like you have to make a dish with a character who we've never seen cook before okay okay who would you cook with and why How let's we... say that this you can't. You cannot make like a fucking sandwich. Like, let's say you're prepping like a nice meal together. Well,
0: what if it's oh. like a sandwich where you have to cook the? No, no, no. And no and this, 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 this
2: has. No, nope. no. This has to okay. be like. This takes effort. This is. You're gonna be in the kitchen for at least a couple hours. Let's Jesus. Say. And you have to. And you have to make a dish with a character who we know, or not who we know, but who we are sure of that we don't know if they have any cooking ability.
0: This is very complicated.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, does. <laughs> Dude's like Mario count because I think maybe Mario's done some like weird stupid cooking mini games in Mario Party. That counts. But, but like can't, I don't can't, think can't he was Mario.
0: Darren, don't nope. ask no, say it. And then he if cooked. he's like, oh, then you're like you didn't say that. That's how you do it.
1: I'm trying to be fair to the rules and
0: he makes up the rules as he's going. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> Just trying to be transparent. in my decision-making process.
3: Mm
1: -mm. I I want to pick someone... I'm trying to think of a video game character Man, I have such a good
0: loophole for this.
1: Oh my mm -hmm. god. Destiny? Destiny?
0: I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything.
1: I want a character who's like really rich, who's like a wealthy video game character.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm drawing a blank right now about wealthy game characters all right can anyone can throw someone throw me a lifeline
0: no because i i was going to but he's like destiny so i can't say anything well can i help
1: yeah because i don't want to just be here I'm, I'm if you leave me here i will be here for like 15 minutes just okay. silently thinking
0: so i'm just gonna throw this out here because matt did not save us but literally, like, you can't order
1: food. You
2: can't buy food or order food. You have nope, to make it with. No, nope,
0: that's not what I was going to say. I was Damn going it. to say that it depends on what you have them helping you do. They could literally just be passing you ingredients as you're cooking the meal.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't know if that makes it any easier for him. <laughs> you can
0: pick anybody okay. to pass you ingredients.
1: I've got an idea. And I'm going to pick Link, but specifically Link from Majara's Mask because he doesn't cook food in Majara's Mask. He's a different Link. All the Links are different people. Okay. And I'm picking Majara's Mask Link because he has all the... Ma- he has, like, the Goron Mask and the Zora Mask and the Deku Mask, and he's got, like, the, the history of these different generations and cultures of people in these masks. So I bet putting their minds together, he could come up with some really interesting, unique dishes. But that means he he would be cooking. Well, he could, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: sure. He he doesn't cook in Majora's mask. That was the stipulation, right? He doesn't cook in game.
1: So that's a good, I think that's a creative answer.
0: Couldn't you say that of any character who doesn't cook in a game though? Yeah, right. but I'm
1: just trying to think which one I think would make me the most interesting, or or, oh, or good dish.
0: dish. Oh, okay.
1: Mm. And, and also, uh, Link has the pig mask, which helps him find rare ingredients. So he could also find okay. some like good ingredients and things like That's that. That's a good so, answer, Darren. Good
2: job, that was better than what I was expecting.
3: Thanks.
1: I got there eventually.
2: Out boy, it only took twelve minutes. Not 15. proud yeah. of you. Um, <laughs> okay, Destiny.
0: Yeah. If mm-hmm. you mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. add to hold on, hold on. I'm working this out of my mind. Give me a second.
1: <laughs> do, 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 do,
2: do. Ah. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull from Reddit because I actually thought this was a good question and I wanted to ask both of you and then I forgot. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you, Destiny. If you could make a game, right? hmm mm-hmm. And let's say you're, like, remaking Final Fantasy VII, for example, and i just using that because that's actually on my brain because I put the demo, but if you could remake a game from a different character's perspective, yeah. Ooh. which game would you want to remake with whose perspective? Like, so, like, if you were going to make Final Fantasy VII, but Aerith was the main character, for example, or whatever, right? Like, which game would you want to see remade with a different character's perspective? Ooh. Um... <laughs>
0: There are like a lot of games that I guess I could do that with. Is it like? Are there any stipulations on it? Like, is it single player? No, no, no. Or is it big party. It can be. Um, it can be
2: anything. It's just like as long as you don't. As long as they're not like the would... main character of the story, you know what I mean? Like you, like Cloud is like the main character of Final Fantasy Seven. Like, yeah, so we is yeah, so yeah, we already yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Aerith is in the party, but like she's not the focus. Like, she's not the one giving thoughts and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just thought
1: Which character would slowly... you... Yeah. What yeah. Who would you? What game would you want to be remade with a different main character? Mm, and a who?
0: different main character and who? Lately, I've been playing a lot of MMOs, so that's, like, I can't really pick that. So yeah, yeah. It's has to be, be more
2: I... narrative-focused.
0: Game that I played... Um... See, okay, so I haven't played enough of the Mario games to know if they've like used all the characters, but like I think I would play a game that was just Toadstool's story, not the princess, but the little mushroom (laughs) guy.
1: That'd be cool. So you could see like what he does on his like day to day while Mario's out saving the world. Yeah,
0: I think that Ah, would be really cute.
1: Yeah, could you do that? Maybe like
3: your
0: adventure like. Each time that, like, the princess gets stolen, like, you have to be the one to tell Mario. So you have to go through these fucking boards and, like, all these enemies to get the message to Mario.
2: Oh. That would be cute and an interesting way to turn
1: the the, the concept on its head. Yeah. <sighs> I really it's mine Nintendo. Game... Don't steal it. <laughs> I, I, I really want to play a game where you play Peach after she's been kidnapped by Bowser. And it's like a stealth game where you have to escape Bowser's castle as Peach.
0: Like, that's all it's style. That would be cool. And then at the dope. end, when Mario shows up, she's just like, I already fucking saved myself. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> they nice. already have a game where she has to, like, save him, right? Or some shit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Matt. That, or, Destiny... wait,
0: wait. or, or, play it from, like, a Pokemon's perspective, not the catcher's perspective.
1: Ooh, they kind of have that already, actually. Really? Yeah, they have it. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like and, your can character? Catch like, no, no. What, the way that it works <laughs> is that like you're
2: a person that wakes up in like a Pokemon's body, and you can actually talk to Pokemon, and you have to work together with the other Pokemon to like accomplish whatever.
0: Oh.
3: And they're okay. making a
2: remake
1: for it on Switch that's coming out soon. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I want to really catch people.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be really funny. It's called Katamari Damacy. Oh my
0: God! Now that you said that. Um he hates that game. Um, <laughs> I got this game on uh Apple Arcade where you're playing Pac-Man, right? Okay. And it's like four of you. It's like you and like four other people playing Pac-Man, but if you get like eaten, then you turn into a ghost and then whoever's oh. left I don't know how to explain it. Okay, so there's like four Pac Man Battle Royale. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like the
2: last man standing.
0: yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool.
1: I and like it's that too. for
0: ghost perspective cuz I was like, oh, I, shit. like
2: I like that. All right, me. who's got who's got a question for me? Destiny, Dan if you does. don't have a Well,
1: I was just going to say I really like that question and if it's okay to bend the rules a little bit, I'd like to ask you Matt the same question because I want to know what you okay. want.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, cuz you we know we're we're all about them rules here on <laughs> If we're I have to make where we are if I had to remake a game from another character's perspective, hmm. That is a tough question. I would kind of like to see a Mega Man RPG, but you're playing as Dr. Light and you have to make different robots to like accomplish different things like in the city rather than like going to fight evil. Like sure that can happen later, but let's say like you have to make like a Firefighter robot, or you have to make like this kind of robot, and then you like control them in parties to go handle different missions. I think that's kind of cool.
1: cool. So it's almost like the Wonderful 101, except for like Mega Man robots and Dr. Light's army. Sure, I've never played the Wonderful <laughs> 101, but yeah. I, I'm picturing, I'm picturing like a Mega Man game where you play Dr. Light, and Dr. Light's all his failed attempts at trying to make Mega Man, and all of his robots die horrific deaths on the way to Dr. Wily. It's like, yeah, oh, God, work. well, uh, it looks like a light bulb man didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> let's try a, a water man. Yeah, we'll do let's water try, bottle man.
2: Let's try super duper man.
1: Oh, that <laughs> one didn't work. What about mega man? Mega man? Yeah. Sk- Skrill, just throw a rock in him. We'll call him rock man. There you go. And then yeah, rock man. The like,
0: um, is he, like, supposed to be, like, astro boy like i don't know picture? the relation between
1: astro boy and mega man astro boy came out first i think right yeah way before
0: that's what i'm yeah, saying like before. it that influenced mega sim-
2: Man. i would be not similar. be surprised it might be a similar influence because like i was trying to think of like other games that like the thing is it's like a lot of the antagonists of rpgs that i'd like to play there there's there's a lot of them that have similar ideas already like from Golden Sun to Golden Sun 2, like, you literally play the antagonist from the first game in Golden Sun 2. So, like, mm. I think mm-hmm. something like that could also be cool. Um, I just don't know which game I'd want to do that with.
0: I think the easiest thing to do would to be to play the bad guy in a game and see it from their point of view, like, for any game. You
3: know, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, like I, I I want to play so many different Nintendo games where you play the villain, because I love, like... A, a game where you play like king ddd or a game where you play Ganondorf, or a game where you play bowser like i i just would yeah. find that really entertaining
2: oh yeah all right let's move on good good round of questions everyone yeah all, all of those questions were brought to you by me and Reddit. um <laughs> moving on uh let's let's get going destiny what's new, what's new what have you been up to um,
0: so, I finally got my date with Damian on Monty. Yeah, I was so excited. So, like, I posted it on my Instagram. And I don't usually get, like, like a lot of likes because I don't really, like, do shit. I mean, like, you know, average is, like, I don't know, 30 to 40 or something like that. But I posted... <laughs> Like, that I got a date with him with this really sweet message because, you know, me and Damien are in love or whatever.
3: (laughs) Right. And And I got, like,
0: 113 likes on that fucking post. God damn. That is the most likes I have gotten on any post ever in the history of me ever being on fucking, like, Instagram.
2: That's hilarious. And then
0: someone who has Damien's account messaged and said, this is very metal, such a touching message.
1: Wow. The real Damien.
0: It was worth the wait, right? Like,
1: Yeah, it was.
0: So I've been doing that and I've still been playing Obey Me. Um, And I'm going to start Persona. I just haven't done it yet, but I'm going to start it. And I've been playing um, the Pac-Man, Pac-Man Royale, which is really fun. But then they like move so slow, so I got really irritated with that. My that's my only issue. Like <laughs> Pac-Man moves fast when he's eating the dots, but in the game, in this game, like it's really slow. So they that's should... an
2: interesting change.
0: Yeah, like it's. I was like, the fuck? Can I speed up if I like double swipe? Nope. He moves like an old man. Nothing against old men. I, I've I have always been... liked
1: Pac-Man for its slow, methodical gameplay. Yeah, right?
0: right. So <laughs> I've been doing that. And then I built a do-it-yourself tiny bedroom kit. And that took me eight hours and some change. So I was up to like five in the morning yesterday. This is
1: your real-life bedroom you're talking about?
0: No. Are you trying to say that you think I've lost weight because if that's what you're saying I appreciate wait
1: it. you said what? You, 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 wait you said you're making I have a
0: a tiny do-it-yourself room kit room kit it's
2: like a tiny like it's paper like tiny, room kit like, kind of thing it's
0: like a tiny room it's like a like a model like a model of a tiny uh, room
1: oh I thought you meant like it was like some set you were gonna use to help you like interior decorate places or something like that no that's Just like
0: do you see it he's holding room. up the picture it's like a little tiny oh yeah room. yeah
2: oh that's like nice. legit like a tiny room yeah that's cute yeah it was really cute and that's yeah i'm what so i've been doing i'm so excited for you to try persona so destiny bought a vita and i've lent her persona for golden so i'm so excited for her to fucking give it a whirl and i'm so curious <laughs> To hear what she thinks. Unless she hates it, then I never want to talk about it again.
0: No, <laughs> um, I'm gonna play it tonight, like when I'm in bed, because you know it's like a little handheld game. Someone play it. Yeah. In bed. Oh, and I've yeah. still been Minecrafting, crafting nice. those minds.
2: Craft those minds.
1: Darren, what about you? Um, well, what what's we're, we're talking about games we play before we go to bed. I've been before I go to bed, just been uh, trying out for the very first time. The very first Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Mm-hmm. How are you liking it? I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm on the third, like, real case because I think you do one case at the beginning of the game. That's like a tutorial case, but it's only like yeah, a, yeah. a one-time, one-off thing. The all the other cases have like investigations and multiple trial days. And uh, I guarantee you, it's not an accurate representation about how a real court works. But <laughs> I. Find such pleasure in trying to listen to a testimony and just trying to like find the little inconsistencies in what they're saying and just like rip apart their testimony piece by piece. And there's a couple times where it's a little frustrating, or the game expects you to pick out like really small detail, or the evidence that you have to use to contradict them is like kind of weird. But so far, those have been far and few between for me. And I've been finding like the stories of the cases pretty engaging there's lots of good like twists and turns that uh uh makes you be like well who actually did it because it's always like the, the the first answer is never the right answer there's always something I more go,
2: i need to go back to it i i tried to get into it and like i found the writing a little
1: campy yeah, it's very campy and cheesy like the whole time it doesn't doesn't really get very dark
2: no, but I've heard I've heard that the cases are a lot of fun, so I'm I definitely need to go back to it.
1: Um, yeah, there's a lot of weird like spiritual stuff too. Like one of your character, main one of the main characters can like f- invite the spirit of other people into her body, and she'll like inhabit them. She's a medium. It's like yeah, she's a spirit medium, which is not normally something that's involved in you know courtrooms. But I'm it's I'm right. interested in it. Cool. Um, and then other than that. I've been um, just doing a bunch of PC gaming, strangely. I've been playing Black Mesa. I've been playing some Disco Elysium. i got to get back to it. I've been off on that a little bit. I've been playing Metroid Prime again, using a randomizer to take all the items in the game and put them in different locations to make the game feel fresh like it was the first time I played it. Nice. And just... But. Loving that nostalgia.
2: Darren, I have to ask. So mm-hmm. you messaged me, Destiny and I, yesterday with the most like positive take on a pre-release game I've ever seen you give. So Oh my god, I totally you forgot and I, You, you <laughs> and I have both played the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo, which is out now on the PSN store. Yeah. And you gave it a glowing fucking recommendation. Can, you Can I just tell say something real more?
0: quick before he yes. starts? I just want yeah. everybody who's listening to realize that each time final fantasy 7 has been brought up it has not <laughs> been me okay no
2: today today it it's also- on me today i okay. have i have brought it up multiple times because i just want no, I dope. to talk about things that you care about destiny that's all i just want us to have conversations about things that matter to you so today yes i brought it up i really welcome.
0: wish that like i could find a man who cared about me as much as you and darren do
1: because somebody else cared about it i'm sorry I keep going apart. <laughs> well i would love destiny for you to play this remake uh and, and tell me or play the demo and tell me how you think it your memory of the game. You can because only an I...
0: on Xbox, right?
1: Uh,
0: PlayStation. PS4. PS4. I'll, I'll have, have to come, come buy- over.
2: Yeah, you have it. to come try it. Because yeah, it's definitely. only about 45 minutes to an hour long. So, yeah, But it's, not it's even. a good. It's a good. Like it took me about 50 minutes. Um, yeah. Same. I'll ruin my time.
0: Games and chill.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're ready. Oh,
1: yeah, boy. but Darren, what
2: would you think? How would you feel about it? As I someone who has no never played Final previous... Fantasy 7
1: before. Never exactly. played Final Fantasy 7. I've never actually finished a single Final Fantasy game before. Um I've well, the dabbled... good thing about
2: this one is you can play it over the next 7 years by the time the whole <laughs> game comes out and you can say that
1: you have. Yeah, you know, that's so I have. I did not think I was going to like this demo as much as I did. It is Basically, the best of what I like about the Kingdom Hearts combat system mixed with like the tacticalness of a turn-based RPG. And it's just so beautiful. The combat's really fun to play. It was difficult. It wasn't easy. It like it was actually quite challenging at the boss fight at the end of the demo. Uh, and you really had to think tactically about. You know what your different characters are doing at any point in time and like i was just super engaged and the only and like if, if the rest of the game is as fun as that demo was i'm gonna buy the game but my only fear is that i'm not gonna really be that engaged in the story because i'm despite not playing final fantasy 7 i'm very very familiar with the story already so yeah, there's not gonna be like too many surprises. Years. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I no, I know that. And I'm just saying, like, I don't know, like I would be playing it for the combat and like for the, the gameplay. I don't know if I'd I'm worried about dedicating all this time to an RPG where I'm like I already know all the twists and turns. Like I don't know if the story's gonna be able to surprise me in any way.
2: And that's what I'm super curious about as well, because like I've played through I'd say probably about half of Final Fantasy VII before before I uh, I fell off. So I I know the first good chunk of the game quite well. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that surprised me about <coughs> this demo is how much personality all the characters had. Because like um, the three like so like the three other people that are with you um, in the train like throughout the mm-hmm. beginning i felt like they had a lot more personality than i remember them having
0: they did um, yeah i saw that someone play it
2: yeah oh you want to play some of it i fernando was live streaming it
3: uh, so I watched okay. a yeah. Of
2: that. yeah so i i don't know darren i agree with you i really really enjoyed it as well uh, more than i thought i would and i was a little weirded out initially by the sound of this mag- like mix of active time and turn-based combat but i think mm-hmm. it actually works super well and the production value on this game just seems fucking nuts in terms of like the lighting and the voice acting sounded great oh
0: yeah the voice acting is on point I love Barrett Yeah.
2: yeah Barrett was fucking awesome and like I thought that like they really the characters kind of came across the way that I expected them to without like like with a little bit more personality to them without them losing like what the characters actually are so I, I thought – I was super impressed by it. Uh, and you're right, Darren. I thought it was tough. I thought that that Scorpion boss fight was not as easy as I was expecting it to. And I also like like the, like the tone of the game so far. Like, they're swearing. They're having fun with it. Like, the, like again, Cloud seems like a little emo bitch. Um, and I love it. Like, it's – the game – the demos really surprised me. Um, but I have to ask, Darren, for the timer – Mm-hmm. Of twenty versus thirty minutes, what did you pick?
1: I picked twenty minutes.
2: Okay, so did I. So you actually got the secret ending.
1: Wait, really? There's a secret yeah, apparently, ending?
2: Yeah, and for spoilers for anybody who's gonna play the demo, but like it's literally like two seconds or three seconds worth of stuff. But apparently if you pick twenty the twenty minute escape, uh you see a couple seconds of Sephiroth at the end of the demo. Oh yeah. Which you don't see if you pick the thirty minute option.
1: Uh okay. Well and it's I mean... literally like three
2: seconds of like you see the like, behind him and then he turns around and you see half his face that's literally it that's but hilarious they apparently only included that on if you pick the 20 minute getaway option instead of the 30 minute
1: well i recommend um, picking the 20 minute because i i'm pretty sure i escaped with like 15 minutes left so like it doesn't it's yeah. not hard to escape in 20 minutes
2: n- no not at all Uh, I'm really curious, Destiny, to hear your thoughts on on it once you come over and play it, because the combat system is, like, completely different, and I wonder how you're going to feel about it, because it is much more active and more challenging than I remember it being. Well, yeah, the
0: original is just turn-based.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm super curious to hear your thoughts on it once you come over and play it.
1: Well, Well, they have that difficulty.
0: Sorry, go ahead. No, you go first. Um... Because you, like, compared it to, like, Kingdom Hearts. And I played, I didn't, I never finished any of the Kingdom Hearts, but I played their combat system. And I was looking, when I looked at it at first, it reminded me of kind of, like, the combat system they used for, God, what was that game that they released on the PSP where it was Zack's Story?
3: Uh, Oh, Crisis uh? Core? Yeah. Crisis Core.
0: It looked, it looked similar. So I haven't played it yet, but it was, like, real-time fighting
1: okay yeah, yeah, yeah um they have a classic difficulty that i tried out too that was kind of fun and the way classic difficulty works is if you don't touch the control stick at all uh cloud and everybody will just attack automatically and they'll just do their basic physical attacks and the idea is that it allows you to only focus on giving them commands when their active time bar fills up So if you like the more idea of like a little turn-based kind of style thing, you can just let the game take care of the action part of it. And then you just focus on the tactics. And honestly,
3: yeah,
1: the combat is engaging enough, or it's like you have enough choices to make in the fights that I could see that still being fun. Just like waiting for your bar to fill while they do the basic physical attacks. And then you just give them commands when they've got bar full and it gives you more wonder, time to like think about everything
0: i wonder how the guardian forces are going i'm i'm more i'm really excited to see what the guardian forces are going to look like and their animations and like so, their destructive power like that's so what i really
2: thought mm-hmm. with that i'm pretty sure they've confirmed that like when you, your summons the way that your summons work is they'll actually appear and fight alongside you in battle for a certain amount of time and then oh. like as as you kind of fight together um like just like how clouds limit charges up you're able to charge up to like their like big strong attack but like the summons from what from what i remember reading they like show up alongside you and fight beside you for a certain amount of time is and that, then, that again, like
0: always like, are there no cutscenes for when they come in or they just like appear i'm
2: not sure they ha- i i'm not sure That's i don't remember. Reading.
1: I hope yeah, there's a little again, bit of like, a cutscene intro. Yeah, those like
0: those were always like really dope. Like it, they didn't always show the cutscenes in the original Final Fantasy Seven. Like you would get them sometimes, and then sometimes they would just come in and do the mm-hmm. attack, which I always liked. But I hope, like, I don't know how I feel about them I, fighting. Along. I'm sure.
2: I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that's still gonna be there because even with your limit, like your limit has like not like a cutscene, but break. it has like a yeah, your limit break has like a like a, a bit little of a intro. style to it. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm sure it'll be something similar. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's a cool, I think it's a cool change. And so destiny, what I want to ask mm-hmm. for, cause you, you do know the story better than the rest of us. Right. And we do, we have only seen Midgar, right. And that's the only thing that the first game is going to be about, but mm-hmm. I, I saw somebody put this idea out on Twitter and I really wanted to know what your thought was about it, but what if, and spoilers for final fantasy seven, 20 year old game, 20 year old game, but just in case destiny, what do you think? if they surprise us with let's say in the scene where sephiroth kills erith
3: uh-huh.
2: how would you feel if they instead kill cloud and put Aerith in the hot seat for the rest of the game just because like darren said a lot of people know this story right and it's a it's a story that's already been told but what if they flipped it on his head and killed cloud instead of Aerith, and then Aerith becomes the main character for the rest of the game i wouldn't do make you any think sense. no
0: no like she has to die In order for the story to go the way it goes. Like she's like the catalyst of the story. Like if you were to watch the movie for something to happen, like her death is kind of what breaks Cloud in a way. And it leads them on to finding out more information on why Seth Roth is the way he is. Like her death basically like gets the ball rolling and she's also the weakest character
3: Hmm. in your party.
0: So it wouldn't make sense. Like, they could, like, not kill her and, like, just have her maimed or something and then have her come back. But, like, she has to be, in my opinion, something needs to happen to her because she's an ancient um, for them to find out the rest of the information about what's going on with Seth Roth and So you're saying, you know, yeah,
1: you're saying that they'd have to seriously rework the story. Yeah. You have to, like, make some significant changes if that yeah. actually happened.
0: Like, it wouldn't be the same story.
1: Would you want to see that though, given that this is like a
2: bit of like a, the remake, right? If they make, because then essentially up until that point, theoretically you'd have a a game, right? Like all, she's not going to die in the first game, obviously, right? She'd probably right. die towards the end of the second one. And then with the third game, basically taking the story and taking a massive left turn. Is that something you would want to see? Or do you want to see the game remade as it's intended to with just like minor tweaks along the way?
0: Um... I I mean I wouldn't mind seeing them like Okay, one part of me is like no, like if it's not broke don't try to fix it. Mm-hmm. The story is good as it is. It's like great. It's like one of the best um game like story games out there in my opinion because of all mm-hmm. of the twists and turns and everything like that. Um mm-hmm. but if I could see it go a different way, I feel like just make a new game with the same characters. And stop making new movies with them, you know, like do a continuation. Um, mm-hmm. But these are just my three options. If you were to kill off a major character like Cloud and have him replaced by someone, I think the best option would be Tifa,
1: mm. not her,
0: because one Tifa is a really strong character, and second, she knew Cloud before he joined Shinra. Right. So yeah, they yeah. have like a whole backstory there. Um, so I think if she were to pick up the cause, like that would be the catalyst for her actually taking on that role.
2: Right. So and, like Aerith could still stay on as like a side character, but maybe Tifa would be the one the new protagonist going forward rather than it being Aerith. And That's an that interesting be
0: Okay, because they killed off Zack. And that's who Cloud was kind of like pretending to be or like he he was so mind fucked that that's who he thought he was going to be. So if they were to kill off Cloud, it would just be like Aerith lost her love, which was uh, Zach, And then Tifa, who's always been in love with Cloud, would have lost. And then their bond would have become stronger. And it would be a completely different game, but it still would have gotten to the same ending point like you would have found out all these things that happened to the shinra soldiers and it would have been her who was finding all this information out yeah
3: that'd be great okay
2: yeah all right uh the other thing that i want to talk about so i guess darren you're good on things you've you've been up to
1: i was gonna ask if you were up to anything
2: yeah, so what I've been doing, so for anybody unaware, we're still in kind of shutdown mode. Our schools are still not coming back anytime soon. So we've, you know, I've been up to watching and, and playing a few different things. Um, I've been watching both Superstore and Itaewon class. Itaewon class is on Netflix, Superstore, <laughs> we've been watching online. Uh, Superstore takes a second to pick up, but I'm really enjoying it. The kind of that Brooklyn 99 Parks and Rec style uh, sitcom. It, are, are there any
1: are there any big actors in that one
2: america ferreira oh yeah. yeah 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 um it's yeah i've been really liking it uh itaewon class has been awesome it's another korean drama that just started on netflix about a month ago i love it because of how much it takes normal korean dramas and kind of turns it on its head and it has like such a punk feeling to it that i, I fucking love it okay it's been a lot of fun so far it's still airing um but I'm really, really enjoying it. But the main thing that I wanna talk about now that we've talked about the Final Fantasy VII remake demo is like, again, I've been playing Dragon Quest, that's still still chipping away at that, but I played Doodle Date. <laughs> and you know, Darren, Darren alluded to it last week. Um, and I said, let's hold up talking about it until I play it, but I've played it. Uh, Doodle Date for anybody unaware, it's a visual, it's a very short visual novel that's on PC. It's on sale right now for like a buck fifty for anybody who's Canadian for anybody who's interested. Um, but we are going to spoil it here because I have to talk about this fucking game, knowing that you guys played it and Destiny <laughs> recommended it to us. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> so going forward, spoilers for fucking Doodle Date. If you're at all interested, uh, it's a cute game. You draw your your date, but like, so if you don't want spoilers, tune out now. Play the game, come back and listen once, once you have. But, Darren, um, what
1: what did you do in in your in your playthrough of, of Doodle Date? Well, I I stuck. I mean, I did both playthroughs, but my first playthrough, I I stuck true to my doodle that I created. I dated I dated her until the divorce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you do? Uh-huh.
2: I My first playthrough, I was like, he I can't cheated. draw for sh- I cheated. You I was cheated? Like, I, I'm like, I can't draw worth shit. My fucking character is so bad. And I was like, this character is cute. So I cheated. And I could not stop laughing through the rest of the playthrough because of how fucking ridiculous it gets. It, when, it's weird. When I drew the fucking weapon and actually seeing it stuck in her side like when the other (laughs) when the character dies i was fucking dying and then when the baby shows up at the end and kills you and it's still like the literal baby that i drew i was fucking losing it i thought it was ridiculous like absolutely ridiculous
1: yeah it doesn't work with everything you draw because for the weapon i definitely drew a gun and then I saw the <laughs> gun the gun stuck inside her. I'm like, that's not how you're supposed to use a gun. But okay.
2: Yeah, I'm so
0: and then, glad you guys enjoyed the game. I thought it was really
2: <laughs> funny. And then the the divorce route, I could not stop laughing every time the waiter showed up. <laughs> as, <laughs> as not only the fucking officiant of the wedding, but also the divorce lawyer. Yeah. And I drew like a really shitty, obviously looking waiter. But like every time he popped up, I couldn't help myself like but laugh because i'm like and especially because his name continued to be waiter like (laughs) they don't change his name to like divorce attorney or anything but it's like i i i thought it was super cute and for like me spending like 45 minutes with it and like seeing every playthrough i thought it was super worth like the buck 50 or whatever it was um because i thought it was absolutely ridiculous
1: through and through yeah, wh- what is, it made me think, what is the developer trying to say, metaphorically, about the dating process? It seems that no matter what you do, you either end up alone or murdered. Is is he trying to say something?
2: Well, the end of the divorce route, that girl, the, the main, the she default girl dad. shows up. Yeah, and you go on a date with her. Like you, you know like what you it's saying?
0: It's saying that men end up with crazy bitches anyway. <laughs> yeah,
2: so like even you end up with her, you're still going to die. We've seen what happens when you end up with her, when you go down her route. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I, I was really hoping that there was going to be an ending um, where you escape the doodle world. But no, life doesn't work that way.
2: Life I was isn't also fair, really, Darren. Life is fair. I was also fair. really hoping that at the very beginning, when you have a choice to stay or not, it's like, do you want to stay? I The last thing I did was pick no, seriously hoping that the game was just going to end yeah but sadly that doesn't happen the game just makes you play it anyway but like i was i thought it was really cute i thought it was a funny little a funny little game to spend an hour with
1: yeah and i feel like you really you definitely do connect with the game more by by drawing the characters even if your drawings are really terrible the fact that you drew it still like brings you into it more
2: I think the tone of the game works for it because of that. Like if this was meant to be like a more quote unquote serious dating simulator, I 100% would not connect (laughs) with these characters. But because of how ridiculous the ride is, I was like, yeah, okay, this is funny seeing my little shit (laughs) brick character fucking go through all this. Please tell me you guys
0: took screen captures of your characters that you drew so we can post them.
2: Fired. That would have been a good idea. Fired. fired. Uh,
1: yeah, that would that would have been that would have implied that we were thinking.
2: Yeah, And I was just too caught up in fucking doodle date to even think about anything else. I, I know because I messaged
0: you on Discord, you didn't even like respond. I was like, oh, I didn't
2: yeah. have, I didn't have Discord. I didn't realize I had Discord running, so I didn't check it. That's why. That's okay. But yeah, uh, Destiny, Destiny what, Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, hmm. Destiny,
1: what route did you choose the first time? Did you cheat or did you stay true?
2: I'm not a cheater.
1: Good, good. Yeah, we're <laughs> like, we're, we're better than Matt is. Yeah, we're, we're not was, cheaters. And
0: okay, so I hey, don't know if you guys hey, picked hey. up on this, but like I thought she was suspect from the beginning.
2: Me too. Yeah. and I was like, but again, my process was like my thought process was like I can't take my character even remotely seriously. Let's see what this bitch is up to. <laughs> oh, I drew mine <laughs> like,
0: really I, nicely, so.
2: Yeah, no, me. I Destiny, you know my drawing ability. It's
0: I know. I also drew mine as a man. So that mm-hmm. was also a thing. Like, I didn't want to go yeah. with the girl because I'm into
2: men. So I drew a really right. hot guy.
0: And so I was like, <laughs>
2: hey. I I do really like <laughs> that the entirety of the game with your partner, like the one that you draw, is entirely non-gendered. Like, yeah oh, even when, like, I, know, I, the deck. I
0: felt like it was definitely a girl because like you can yeah. tell a guy wrote this fucking game because it yeah. yeah, has yeah. like the character you draw get upset at the, like the stupidest shit and it's like what you see in memes about girls getting upset about like ah, nah, 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 and i was like what the fuck yeah. we like that's no stop it yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean even like the pronouns and stuff that they use like it yeah. doesn't ever say like she and stuff they do use they so yeah. it's, like, it's just nice that like even if you draw a guy like it's not that far out of the world and like again I think this is mo- a more satirical take on the yes. fucking visual novel yeah. right it's like yeah. dating funny. simulator because it's like what I, I still have that fucking image of the door opening and my baby standing there I <laughs> couldn't fucking deal
0: it was just so weird because I obviously <laughs> couldn't get her pregnant and I was yeah. thinking about being a girl the whole time I was playing this game, so yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, well, that's weird. And then I had to draw a baby, and I just drew like a head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> floating head came and killed. It's just
0: a floating smiley face head with a little curl at the top.
1: Oh mm-hmm. my god, mine had a little curl
2: at the top too. What's <laughs> yes, so in mine? Oh my god. <laughs> I just do this like, little
1: bald baby like, with a little curl. Is
0: that like Universal Baby? Is that what
1: yeah, I, must be like,
0: That must be Universal Baby face.
1: Yeah, Universal that Baby hair. Be... Just bald head with like a single curl. With a with single curl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also drew a bib. Like a bib. And, like a like, oh, like, like diaper. Darren's such a
0: thoughtful dad. Look at that. Mine was just <laughs> I drew a, a little head. diaper.
1: You drew I a little a
0: diaper. diaper? On mine. Oh. Yeah. Guys, you're, su- you're going to be such good dads. I didn't do any of that shit.
1: We're gonna be great dads because we know what a diaper is.
2: Yeah. Well, that is that's
0: a, that's a good step in the right
2: that's direction. When, when when my son eventually kills me, I'm gonna know why. Yeah. I learned from dude. What Day. was your weapon? A, a shitty looking sword.
0: Oh, I drew a spork. Oh my god.
2: Stabbed <laughs> the death couldn't, a spork. I
0: could not take it seriously for the second yeah. run because I was just like, I can't get you pregnant. What?
2: Yeah, yeah i yeah, yeah. i almost drew a shield and then that would have been Ooh. even more amusing to see her stabbed with a shield <laughs> stabbed with, stabbed with i a wish i could get you
0: guys go daddy and like we could all just do a playthrough of it like but like so you dream, guys have dream to do, go yeah dream daddy why did i say go daddy the,
1: the website, website godaddy.com the website, yeah. oh you, that is getting why getting into web development
0: maybe a little bit <laughs> but yeah i really want you guys to play dream daddy, dream daddy? i can't play I, I can't
2: get into it
1: i'll have to play I've, it
2: yeah i've heard really good things but like for me like even like i keep hearing about how good Hato, how to how to full boyfriend is and again just the pigeons keep me away
1: oh the the pigeons will make me want to be there more the pigeons. Are, well, we all know pigeons.
0: that you're into animals Darren. Oh, you oh remind God. us
2: every few fucking podcasts. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, that's that's a pretty good segue into our main topic of the week, which we're going to be talking about some of our favorite RPGs. Good things to sink a bunch of time into if you have not a whole lot else going on. Because in our lives right now, we're fucking stuck at home, so we want to think about games that you can sink a bunch of time into, games that you just like to role play in the game. So we're going to be doing three each. We'll go around, kind of give one off each, talk about it a little bit. And by the end of the list, hopefully you listeners out there will have something new to play. As the coronavirus comes for us all. Ooh, that ended dark. Dark.
1: <laughs> Darren, what's the first game on your list? I'm going to start with... An honorable mention with no further explanation. Fair enough. Honorable mention to Paper Mario from the Nintendo sixty four. Okay. My first RPG. Hey, you you said no more information. I'm a I'm a filthy dirty liar, fucking liar. Uh, My first game, uh, favorite RPG, the original Xenoblade Chronicles. Okay, why? Um, the original Xenoblade Chronicles is a very... It's it kind of got like a very... I'll actually... No, it's not a stereotypical premise. I was going to say it's a stereotypical premise. It's a very unique premise for an RPG. A long time ago, there were two titans. These giant things that existed on the Earth. And... Oh, not Earth. The, the planet. Whatever planet it's on. Right. Two Go titans. On. And they fought and killed each other at the same time like so they were just enemies and they kill each other and on their bodies grew life one was a mechanical um, Giant and the other one was a organic giant so on the organic giant grew organic life and on the mechanical giant grew synthetic life and as the life grew um they started living off the being like the bodies of these creatures, and uh, they started becoming enemies, and then they're at war. And, except the organic beings are dying to the mechanical beings, and the only thing that seems to hurt the mechanical beings is this one sword called the Monado. And the game is about Shulk, the main character, and his journey uh, with the Monado to try and stop the mechanical threat. And um, I say it's a unique premise because not many games at all or stories have I heard of like life growing on two living creatures. And it's such a unique setting for a world. All the different uh, places you go are all just different body parts of the creatures and you go like on the inside so you go through their like organ tracts and things like that and then you're like living on the outside in the plains um and this game i think the reason i like it so much is because of the story and the characters i really 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 grew to love these characters a lot i thought it was a very interesting premise for a story and I really liked uh, the combat system. It came out at a time on the Wii when a lot of JRPGs coming out were not doing so well. Uh, it was like the time of Final Fantasy 13 and the time of uh, just kind of like a drought of JRPGs. Um, and they weren't really like changing a lot. And Xenoblade Chronicles also added a lot of like quality of life improvements uh, to the way the save system works, and the world navigation, and the combat system. Um, it's just a very well made game, in my opinion. And I also liked that it was a um, real time MMO style combat system of like auto attack and abilities with cooldowns rather than um, a turn based system. Um, so it was a little more engaging for me to play because I, I tend to prefer real time to, to turn based. Um, and you could also play, you never had to have like every single character in your party played entirely different from every other character like every character had a totally different unique play style so it was really really fun to to play each character and like if you got too bored of one switch it up to the other ones so yeah just nice. like it's great cool yeah that like i wish i could get
2: into Xenoblade chronicles the combat system is actually the thing that keeps me away from the games mm-hmm. um i really tried to get into two and i sunk a, de- a decent chunk into it but the combat's the one that kept me away. I thought the world was cool. The characters seemed cool.
1: The what was it about the combat, combat you didn't stuff. like?
2: I found it super frustrating uh, for a lot of different ways. I'm not usually like the buff, debuff kind of mm-hmm. player. And that game kind of ex- needs you to be, if you, especially once you get a little bit higher on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that I found super <laughs> frustrating about it was like giving you a dodge button
1: that's useless. Like It doesn't have a dodge button. Wasn't there like a role? No, there's no there's no combat role. Maybe I no,
2: there's no combat role. Sorry. But no, but like the um You can move your character. Yeah, I just I I know that it's set up your attacks and stuff, but like I found myself like trying to dodge attacks even though it was useless. And like I didn't it didn't feel as finely tuned as I think I wanted it to be. And maybe that's just my inexperience with that kind of fighting system. Mm -hmm. Um but the yeah the fighting system is what really kept me away. I just, I, I, whether I couldn't get the hang of it or if I, I mm-hmm. just didn't like it or there was something about it that really took away from the entirety of the game for me. Well, and like again, yeah. like, and again, I think it's just my own, I think it's like a personal thing because like the game's really well made. The characters seem that interesting, at least in two. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I would have loved for it to click, which I think is just for me, it's just a matter of personal taste.
1: Well, they're remaking the game on Switch. So maybe they'll fix some of your issues or they'll maybe uh, tune some things up because I think um, not many people played it because it came out really late on the system in North America. Mm -hmm. didn't make a lot of copies. And so I'm hoping with the Switch more people can get to play it because I really do think it deserves to be played by more people.
2: Cool. Destiny, what's your first RPG?
0: Oh, that was just one?
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: I'm gonna <laughs> make mine short because I don't. I'm, Sorry, I don't yeah. Uh, I no, 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 no. It's okay. Um, my first one is Secret of Mana. Oh,
3: nice. yeah. Okay, cool.
0: So that came out in 1993. It, the platform was uh, Super Nintendo, and the publisher was Square Enix. Um, it was a 16-bit uh, Super Nintendo era, so like all the games are coming out like that. Um, it's one of my favorite games. Um, it. Was, it reminded me of, like, Chrono Trigger, which is on my list mm-hmm. as well. But um, I just... I Back then, I really loved playing role-playing games uh, with other people, like, co-oping with, like, my brother or, like, a friend. And so I remember, like, they re-released it on the Wii, and you could play it with, like, controllers. You had to buy these controllers or whatever to play it. And I just love these types of games. Like, I love, like, the story of it. I loved... And in, um, the difference, one of the differences in this game is that it was like, uh, it wasn't turn-based, it wasn't a turn-based RPG,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which, um, I was used to playing at that time.
1: Yeah, at the time, I think that must have been, like, one of the only, like, non-turn-based RPGs you could yeah. play.
0: So, um, yeah, it was, at the time, it was, like, a real-time battle system, and, mm-hmm. um, cooperative play and did you play uh, it cooperatively yes i did but not till years later that first oh. time i played it i played it by myself and then i played it with like my ex-boyfriend um yeah
2: was anyway. the game a lot different playing it co-op
0: no you just have a no, partner just... yeah it's the just story cool to have is to the same it's just cool to game with someone you know the only thing i hated about it is that like when you're both on screen like if one goes a different way like you have to stick together
3: yeah yeah (laughs) because it's
0: not split screen so if someone starts walking um away like you can you you can just stop (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah so that's the only, like, downfall. But, I mean, like, you usually need to stick together. Like, these were, like, the perfect games to play co-op because you needed to work together, you know? Nice. So, yeah. That's awesome. My I've, never played,
2: I've never played the Secret of Mana series, but I've always heard good things about it. So I'd be curious to try it.
1: Maybe yeah, we can you do some Matt, what was your first game?
2: Yeah, so the first game that I'm going to talk about is Pokemon Silver. Woo! Uh, I... Again, as many of you have heard, I have deep feelings for the Pokemon franchise, Um, and as much as I loved Red and Blue as the originals, uh, I played those really young, so I don't have a ton of, like, like, really accurate memories when it comes to them. Like, I remember certain things about them, but, like, I was playing at a time where it was more like, just do the thing to beat the game. Like, I didn't really completely understand what i was doing and like even type advantage and stuff like i was just doing it to do it rather than kind of you know actually strategically playing uh pokemon silver was fucking awesome from the day night cycle to the different pokemon i love the second generation of pokemon as well the story again as far as pokemon goes was whatever but The late game unlock of the entire Kanto region was one of the coolest surprises in my gaming history ever, just because at the time, like, I wasn't very much into anything, right? Like, I read Nintendo Power once in a while, but, like, for me, it was just such a huge surprise to beat the Elite Four, to beat the champion, and then the game say, hey, you remember the entirety of the first game? Here you go. With like, updated, <laughs> you know, the updated graphics and the way that the Pokemon changed and how much tougher the gym battles were, with it all culminating to you playing like, against yourself, from Pokemon Red and Blue. Like, it was it, it was super super cool. And like again, like the Pokemon series were some of the first JRPGs and RPGs that I ever played. So Pokemon Silver has like such a special place in my heart just because. And Soul Silver and Heart Gold, the remakes were also fucking awesome. Like the quality didn't drop at all. So if you're new to Pokemon or if you have ever been interested in playing any of the older ones, I really hope that Nintendo makes it, that makes an easier way for you to play those ones because silver is still my favorite and soul silver by extension are my favorite entries into the Pokemon franchise. So I love, love, love that game. And I think it's super awesome.
1: Nice. Nice. Uh, really quickly. Why, why, uh, why silver instead of some of the newer Pokemon games? Just because of the the time you played it. The time, well, not even just the time I played
2: it. I objectively do think it's a better game than a lot of even like the newer one, like the newer ones. The difficulty isn't an issue. Like it, it is tough. Mm. Um, like you know, the, a lot of the more recent ones were just stupidly easy. The amount of legendaries from like chasing the dogs around the map, like they're not thus like like the birds were in red and blue, the, the dogs, as frustrating as it could be sometime, were roaming, right? And like being able to see the map and use it to actually find different groups of wild Pokemon for things that you haven't caught before, the day-night cycle, the addition of the, you know, the new Eevees, the story, which went around kind of ho and Lugia actually had some really cool stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with the different legendaries as well, and still being able to catch both of them in the same game um, silver for me specifically, just because Lugia as a box legendary was the first one that I looked at a box and I'm like that one, <laughs> that one's so cool. So I objectively do think silver and soul silver are still two of the best entries. I know a lot of people really like some of the later ones, but for me, I think part of it is nostalgia, but part of it is I really do think they're just great
1: games. Cool. Cool. All right, right.
2: Dan, what's, what's next for you?
1: My number two, I can definitely keep short. Cause I think I probably talked about it like a million times, um, Bloodborne. Nice. And I'm counting Bloodborne as an RPG because I mean, technically, it is an RPG. It's an action RPG. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of weird to think about it as an RPG, but it, it anybody who plays Bloodborne uh, will know that playing Bloodborne is like playing a spreadsheet at some points. Um, yeah. <laughs> like there are so many different stats and, and attributes and defenses and things that you you think you need to keep track of, but um, the reason I like Bloodborne uh, the most, as you know, I love the whole Dark Souls series. I love that style of game. Um, But Bloodborne's the best just because I love horror. I love spooky stuff. I love the whole Victorian just, like, dressing of the area, feeling like you're in, like, Jack the Ripper times while you're fighting these horrific beasts. Um, And that aesthetic matters so much to me because I, I want more games in that like Victorian London era. I just think it's a really attractive setting, but I don't I don't play enough games in. And yeah, um, we don't see many like outside of what Dishonored and The Order. We haven't seen many in recent years. Oh you just have um, Vampire, which I never played, but I kind of want to play. Vampire. Vampire. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, and okay. then also Bloodborne, I think is just the most fun to play. The weapons were all really unique. Uh, There was less weapons, which allowed them to make every weapon feel very unique. Uh, And the combat was just super fun. And if anybody wants to get into the Dark Souls series, I actually do think Bloodborne is the perfect starting point uh, because it's also the most streamlined and simplified.
2: Nice. Cool. Uh, Do you think we're going to get a Bloodborne 2? I hope so. (laughs) I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Destiny what's next on your list
0: um my next one I briefly brought up earlier so I'm gonna keep it short Is Chrono Trigger Final
2: Fantasy 7 oh, okay sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> came out in 1995 on Super Nintendo and the PlayStation was also released by Square Enix um I love Chrono Trigger I love the soundtrack I love the characters I love all of it um, and then I found out that it was like actually a part of a series. And yeah, I. That's like a
1: series of two. Yeah. Games. There's a there's a third middle a one third technically, one, but it's Japan but... only.
0: Yeah, but I I only really liked Chrono Trigger. I liked the character design, and everybody knows that the art is done by the same creator of Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. which is really Akira really cool. Toriyama. Yes. and Dragon Quest and dragon yeah. quest um i don't really know what to say about this game it's a classic and it's been it out is a for classic. Like years so people probably know about it but yeah that's my number two so.
1: i think the story uh it, it's like a time travel story that gets i mean time travel is used as a trope a lot in a lot of games and things like that but it i think it reused it used time travel to tell like a really uh bleak story at times like i've never used seen time travel used so like seriously uh Mm -hmm. like when you first go to um the future and you see the way the future is i was just like blown away by like how really creepy it was
0: i feel like like a lot of like sci-fi kind of like unless it's like a comedy they usually Mm -hmm. portray like the future being kind of bleak and like mm-hmm. fucked up, so sorry about that. The future, going.
2: the future in that one, um, I can't remember because I only, I have only ever played a, a bit of Chrono Trigger. Is that is the future the segment in spoilers for Chrono Trigger? But is that the one where it's all like rocky and fucked up and people are living in like colonies, almost like, or am I thinking of?
1: Like, you think you're prehistoric times. Of it's like robots are the only it's ones like alive. It's like robots left.
0: are, yeah. It's all robotic, and like even like the the color scheme and everything. It's really depressing.
1: It's I think it was just it was just very like shocking for me. I think because the first part of the game is so like upbeat that when mm-hmm. I got and to right, that, yeah. How old were you yeah. when
0: you played it?
1: Uh I was like, I was actually like eighteen, I think.
3: Oh, okay. I played it
1: really late. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah, played I Chrono Cross when I was a kid. I played Chrono Cross first, uh, and then I played Chrono Trigger after.
2: Yeah, I'm. I, I really want to go back to it. I've heard on nothing but amazing things, but again, it's just one of those like blind spots for me in my history, just because I, I just never played it when it came out. So well, how Matt,
0: old what, what, like you would have been how old in '95?
2: Three, three.
0: That's why you didn't
2: <laughs> play it when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> uh my my next game is Mega Man Battle Network 3. Um I fucking love the Battle Network series and I think 3 was the first one that was legitimately great. Uh 1 and 2 were were fun but just the way that their systems worked, it was they were a little clunkier than they needed to be and then 3 was the first one to kind of take it and streamline it and make their kind of battle system even better. They added the addition of like your form changes and the The one thing that I really, really liked about the Battle Network series is that, like, from 3 onwards, each time you had some sort of different form shift, but each game did something different compared to the one before. You didn't just form shift the same way. You had different ways to do it and different ways to kind of trigger those shifts. Um, 3 had a really cool kind of, like, Pokemon-style evolution to it where, like, you didn't really always know how your form was going to shift, and you could choose to either keep it or shift like keep the one that you had or shift into a new one. I still really really love those characters. I love that world. I love those the stories that those games tell. And three onwards, but I think six probably being the weakest one. But three, four, and five were all all really really fucking cool. Um, and I really miss those games. I actually still own all of them. There there are a few of the games that I've actually physically <laughs> own. Um, but I have no way to play them because I think probably all of our game boy advance and sps probably have died out or been lost by now um <laughs> and i'm part of me is hopeful that Capcom's going to bring them back as a collection i'd fucking be there day one if they did like with them bringing i don't, I don't know they made so many they made five there's six of them oh there's six of them and oh threes God. through six are all have like the double versions damn like kind of pokemon style where they had different kind of evolution trees like the yeah. 5 was the one that had the biggest difference in terms of its story, just because of, like, the characters that you work with actually change depending on which version that you buy. But the DS, there was a DS version of the game that combined both into one. Um, so I would love, love, love to see a remaster of these games. Not even a remaster, just fucking... I'd love to see them brought back as a collection. Uh-huh. Um, kind of, like... And I'm, I'm hopeful with Capcom doing and Mega Man X, Mega Man Z. Like, they've done all of these fucking... Um, side-scrolling, and I think that if they were to bring them back, I think it'd be really, really fucking cool, and it seems to be like Battle Network, the characters and stuff are being used for something, possibly, so there are heavy rumors of like a mobile version of a Mega Man Battle Network-style thing, so I I really, really hope to see this game come back one day, because I think a collection of all fucking six of them would just be massive, and I'd be playing that for a good long while to come.
1: Who'd have thought that... I was going to say, who would have thought that Mega Man would work so well as an RPG?
2: Yeah, it worked fucking <laughs> awesome, man, especially because its battle style is pretty unique for for its type. So, I yeah. would love to see them come back.
1: I think the only other game that I've seen use Mega Man Battle Network's fighting system is South Park the Fractured Butthole. <laughs> But even still, like that, like the way that that
2: system works is is much different, right? Like with it's fractured butthole, it's not active movement, right? Like it's still yeah. turn based. With Mega Man, like you're actively moving around the playing field the entire time, while That's you're true. kind of getting ready, like getting your attacks ready. Uh, yeah. So I I'd love to see them come back. Darren, <laughs> what's your last game that you want to talk about?
1: My last one. It's funny that you said Chrono Trigger Destiny because my last one was going to be uh, Chrono Cross, uh, okay. but I couldn't. I couldn't justify putting it on my list because, technically speaking, I never really beat it legitimately, and I want to at some point go back and actually beat it. Not because I only ever beat it New Game Plus, where you're already like so powerful you kill everything in like one hit. Um, uh-huh. So I want to go back and I want to I want to play it like properly. Um, but my number one is Kingdom Hearts, nice because I know that Kingdom Hearts is light. And and, friendship. and as mellow, dramatic as that goddamn game is, the very first Kingdom Hearts is still one of my favorite gaming experiences I ever had when I was a child. I never thought in a million years the mixture of Disney and Final Fantasy would work so well together. The combat was so fun and sure on lower difficulties you can just mash X to win. But if you play on proud mode or critical mode, like it, it, you have to actually know what you're doing. Um, and it might be melodramatic, but it's a really touching story. You've just fallen in love with these characters and it's just got like an upbeat, positive message. Uh, and I think for a kid who's trying to maybe cope with some more negative emotions, uh, to have a game like that, or the world that they can get wrapped up in, where, you know, you just have to fight the darkness and, and look for light, like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
2: Yeah, I think you're totally right. I think that those those characters work super well. And I think it's really cool just being bouncing around from Disney World to Disney World, even for that nostalgia kick, to seeing these different worlds that you've seen in movies or in TV shows, just kind of put in a bit of a different way, right, with a, bit yeah. of a different twist. Yeah, I think Human Hearts is totally a worthwhile game to have on your list. Just play it, it's good. Just play it. And now, it. and now it's actually on Xbox and PlayStation, so you can have the whole series on either one.
1: In the palm of your hands, not the
2: palm of your hands. It's not, not a console, but
1: if you pick up the console, you got the whole series right there.
2: <laughs> right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Destiny, what about you? What's your last one?
0: Um, my last one was Star Ocean.
1: Oh, nice. Ooh. okay, cool. I've never played that one before.
0: Well, it's like a series. So the one that I actually picked is was released in like 2004 or maybe 2003, uh-huh. which was uh, Till the End of Time. Um, <clears throat> it's It was like a two-disc game, and it was really nice. long. It was probably like the longest – I don't know why it felt so long, but it felt like – so long and the story was was... that
1: was that for sega saturn
0: no i played it on the ps ps2 ps2 game yes okay Mm. um so anyways um it's the second story i think of star ocean i and it's the only um it's the only one of the series that i've ever played and it was also, all of my games that I'm picking are published by Square Enix.
2: <laughs> mm. Good old, good old Enix.
0: <laughs> yeah, Square Enix. Um, I really liked the game itself. Like, the gameplay was a lot of fun, and the story is what really drew me in. And it was actually suggested to me by a friend who let me borrow it. But um, it's basically about this guy, and God, it's been so long since I played it, But it's about this guy, and he's on, like, this ship, and he gets, like, something happens on the ship. I'm glad I'm not giving you guys any spoilers. Something happens on the (laughs) ship, and he has to go down to this planet and, like, do some shit there and, like, figure out these mysteries or whatever. (laughs) It's, (laughs) like, but it's, like, very traditional, like, guy turn-based fights monsters.
1: Okay. Nice.
0: So... Sorry, that's all I can give you. Cause I can't well, no. I really can't remember I remember it being like I picked it because it stood out to me like in my memory when I was trying to go over all the games that I played and I right. picked it because I was like, Oh yeah, I remember playing that game. I don't remember a lot about it. Like I could go back and play it again. But um I just remember that being like a game that I was into for like months and I still didn't like beat it.
2: Well, it did come to PlayStation 4 actually. So if you did want to go back to it at some point, you do have that available to you.
0: Maybe. I doubt I will. Because I just remember it being so long and having to fight (laughs) fucking dragon things and uh and like having to like figure out where to go and stuff. This is like the I think this is the first game that I played by myself with like no help. Like I didn't have the ability to go online and look up stuff. And I didn't have, like, friends with me. So it was yeah, just, yeah. like, it just felt like it was such a tedious game because yeah. it was my first one. But that that sounds really negative, but I did enjoy the game. I'm just saying. But, yeah, it's, it's, like, it involves, like, three friends, and they're, like, trying to find, like, I think they're trying to find, like, a cure or something to a disease.
2: Well, it's okay. funny that, like, it stands out to you, like, in your memory that, like, so clearly, even though you don't remember a lot about it, i mean i guess it left a positive impression if it if if it's if you're still thinking about it right that's awesome Mm -hmm.
1: all right right. matt what's your last game uh
2: to shock everyone Uh which uh a choice that nobody will see coming Mm -hmm. my last one is yeah it's still persona 4 um yeah my last (laughs) one is still persona 4 golden i'm not going to spend too much time on it because i talked about the fucking (laughs) game of death but that game is my favorite game of all time the characters are just so fucking cool. The story is awesome. The Persona universe is so much fun to spend time in and just how different it is from three or five. The cast really does feel like the most of a family compared to any of the other ones. And the side characters are great and the side stories are a lot of fun to go through. I love that game. And like I said, that game has one of the few moments that I've actually had to like stop playing for a second because I got so anxious of what was going on and I didn't know where things were going to go. I would love to see that game brought back. I, I think that this, it's definitely one that could find a ton of life on the PS4 or PS5. And with the rumors of PS5 having heavy backwards compatibility, I would love, love, love for more people to experience that game because unfortunately, it coming out so late on the PS2's life cycle and also coming out on Vita means a lot of people didn't play it. And I want Persona 4 Golden to have the same kind of reach that Persona 5 did because I think it deserves it. And wow. if that game is ever remade or remastered, I'd be over the fucking moon because I'd love to play that game again. And as you guys know, I'm not one for replaying games, but that is one that I'd go back to in a heartbeat if there was something kind of you know new about it. And that's why I can't wait for Persona 5 Royal where I'm out the way. Oh, Hell no. yeah. All right, guys. So that that brings us to the end of our list. And like I said, there's one news story that we're going to talk about because we're kind of living in it. But huh. this comes from IGN. GDC, for the Game Developers Conference, for anyone unaware, 2020 postponed over coronavirus concerns. This comes from Matt Kim over at IGN. Matt writes... The Game Developers Conference is canceled, sources tell IGN, with the show's organizers now confirming it is a, as a postponement to a later planned date. Two developers familiar with GDC's plans told IGN of a planned cancellation ahead of the official GDC announcement, which reads, After close consultation with our partners in the game development industry and community around the world, we've made the difficult decision to postpone the Game Developers Conference this March. Have spent the past year preparing for the show with our advisory boards, speakers, exhibitors, and event partners. We're genuinely upset and disappointed not to be able to host you at this time. So they they put out more of a statement, but they're basically putting it on hold until this summer because of concerns over the coronavirus. Uh, this thing spreads like fucking wildfire. And with the GD, with GDC being a very international conference, um, with people from all over coming, I think they made a really great decision to put it on hold for the time being, yeah. given that it would raise a lot of security concerns for people coming from all over the world to this thing at a time where, especially in the States and especially in Canada and places in Europe, the virus is now only really starting to spread. Mm. Uh, here in Korea, we've been dealing with it for the last number of weeks and we continue to, but like our, the weather, the testing and everything's going here. It seems to be that they're starting to get some sort of hold on it. Hopefully soon, things will start to calm down. But with the amount of people from all over the world that will be coming to GDC, I really think they made a good call. Uh, Destiny, do you think that by the you know by the summertime, this is a con- like they're going to be able to actually have this conference, or do you think that this is, this might be something we're still dealing with?
0: Um, honestly, I don't know. I think, like, the way that the U.S. is handling it right now and charging people insane amounts of money just to get tested, that's going to keep people from going to get tested. And it's probably going to get worse over there because people don't have access to being tested and don't have the money to be tested that way. So I think they'll probably cancel it for this year if it gets any worse.
2: And the big question kind of going forward is E3, which is normally in June, is also on cancellation watch now, especially considering how things could continue to spread. Darren, do you think E3 is actually going to happen this year or do you think they're going to switch to a much more kind of digital facing thing for the year being? And Or do you think we're actually going to see a physical E3 this year?
1: I think that, um, I mean, E3 is still a little ways away. Um, it's, it's, it's coming up soon. I, I think it might get canceled, but I think that's because like right now, the coronavirus is, is bad in Korea. Uh, but it's just, it, and it's been like this for a while, but it's just starting to get bad in the United States. And so I think that, um, the worst is yet to come for the United States, unfortunately. Um, so I think as that grows It will get closer to when e3 is supposed to be so i would not be surprised if they cancel e3 um there were a lot of companies already dropping out of e3 to begin with like uh sony wasn't going to be at e3 regardless of whether coronavirus is there or not um there was another studio that wasn't going to be there i think it was uh, that wasn't activision was it Activision
2: has now, The Activision has their own event that happens at the same time as E3 in the same city, but like they weren't going to be there regardless.
1: Yeah, so that's what I mean. Yeah, so like people are already trying to, you know, move away from E3. So I wouldn't be surprised if the last little bit of uh, people that are there, if uh, they kind of postpone it. Um, I mean, because it's a, it's like a health and safety issue. I don't think they'll do anything to. I, like for this year, I don't think they're going to do anything to replace it. If it get can't if it gets canceled. It gets canceled. Like that. That's it. Um, I think that people who were going to do digital stuff were already going. Are probably still going to keep doing the digital things because you might as well show it. You're just not going to call it E3. They might just have like a little digital event. Like Nintendo will probably still do like a digital event thing. Um, But I can definitely see next year things moving away. Um, I don't think E3 is going to go digital. I think either it's going to just you know. It's going to happen or it's not. I don't think they're going to yeah. change. I think they're just going to disappear. I think,
2: I think that's fair. I think E3 is in a bit of a middle point now, and especially with the virus now with GDC being, again, not canceled as things stand, but moved to the summer um, with things, just seeing how we continue over the next little while and seeing how people get tested and seeing how much it continues to spread. I think this is a good call. Um, you know, better For me, I always like to err on the side of safety more so than anything, Like especially with something like this which is so insanely contagious. Um, yeah. I think that I, I would like to applaud the GDC planners for you know for putting it on pause for the time being. And I hope the ESA follows with E3 because yeah. I think it's better to keep people safe. And the good thing about gaming is that again, like we said with Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft all doing their own digital thing now, it's not a far, it's not, even if they weren't planning to yet, it's not like it's a massive shift to switch to a digital style conference, no, uh, I no. hope they do. I hope yeah. do. Yeah. all right guys well that brings us to the end of the show no there... already already i know everybody wanted us to go for another hour and can
3: i just minutes.
1: sleep over on the podcast <laughs> can i just oh. have can i can i just have the podcast at home i just want to stay forever let me keep the podcast i'll feed it nicely okay.
2: All right, well, you can edit it and upload it later then and then get, explain to everyone why there's like a 36-hour long podcast with most of it is just you snoring. Can you keep the
1: podcast?
2: <laughs> I don't want I it think, anymore. I think the important thing is is that we all keep it in our hearts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the
2: corny podcast was just about...
1: Sorry, I talked.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. All right, I guys. said it was corny. Destiny, anything anything left rattling around in your mind? Anything you want to get off your chest before we go? Darren's cheating on me.
1: You know...
2: That's it. Nope. We... I,
0: nope. Nope. It's out there. <laughs> Everybody knows.
2: You spilled tomato sauce one
1: time.
0: One time. <laughs> go, go for Mexican food without me and I'm just hurt to the core.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Next time, I will... I will bring the Mexican food to you by scooter. Oh. That's a big promise to make, buddy. Huge
0: promise. I never
1: said promise.
0: (laughs) was a liar too. I want everybody to be a witness to this. Um, no, just you know, everybody continue to stay safe. Please continue to play the games. I think we should do a game challenge very soon to where we pick a game for each other to play.
2: Yes. And then you I have think that's something we should. It. Yeah. I think that's something we should do ASAP because we have time now. We have time. So let's let's, let's talk next? about
0: it. Off. All right. Yeah.
2: Let's do that. And, oh, and look, we'll... me bringing up good ideas and shit. Look at you doing it. Yay. Yay. Darren, what about you? Anything else that you want to talk about? Anything else you want to say? Any other promises you want to not make?
1: No, I, I, I'm going right. to be a, a conscientious objector. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah everybody please continue to stay sa- safe out there wash your hands very well you know use that use that water please use, that soap. use soap please yes please only put your fingers in orifices oh my God. after you've washed your hands can
0: i tell everybody something really quick all right yes. so this is just this is like just for everybody just so you guys know when you go to restaurants. Cause I found this out the other day, but I never really did this. Cause my dad was all about like not having us take unwrapped candy from candy bowls. But mm-hmm. when you go out to eat at like buffets, you know, sometimes they have like candy sitting there and it's like unwrapped. There yeah. is tons of pea residue and feces residue all over Ooh. that candy because people go to the uh. bathroom, don't wash their hands and then stick their hands in the candy bowl. So, uh. Just so you know, don't take candy from the candy bowl. It's I think you
1: just easy. made me not want to eat candy forever.
0: What? Or you I can just... eat it if it's in your own house, cause it's just, just don't take, just take it from whole... public places.
1: Just take the whole candy bowl next time. Yeah. Only take the candy from
2: Vans. Take the bowl. Take 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 all the candy out and be like, you keep the candy. I want the bowl. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then it's wash the bowl, bowl and put your own candy in it.
2: All right, There you go. Good. And that's remember, good. only put the candy in the bowl after you've gone to the bathroom and washed your hands. So you have your own feces and pea residue <laughs> on
0: them. Yeah. But isn't that testing? Like, they did, that's like, gross. tests on it and stuff. So just well, be aware. It's gross. Life, <laughs> Life <laughs> hacks?
2: <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. Darren, say bye. Bye destiny say bye 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 see everyone thanks for listening we'll catch you next week peace out Peace.
1: i'm like what kind of muffin san francisco